Shana Berger and Nathan Pureth. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> well, it's okay. I knew I was going to get it wrong at some point. <laughs> uh, I first met you guys at the uh, Warhol Initiative at Gallery 111 in Birmingham and Aerosmith's outfit. Mm-hmm. And uh, you run an outfit called the Coleman Center in York, Alabama. I haven't been there yet, so you want to say a little bit about exactly what where York, Alabama is, for one sure. thing, whatever the Coleman Center is also, yeah. and how you got there. Yeah, well, uh, York is a small town of a little less than 3,000 people in West Alabama, uh, in Alabama's Black Belt, and we're really far in West Alabama, so we're about 10 miles from the Mississippi state line. Mm-hmm. And um, the for I don't know if you know about the Black Belt, but it's... Um, pretty wide rural area it was the agricultural area of the state and now is really one of the most impoverished areas in the country so it's not where you would probably expect to find a contemporary arts center no, <laughs> but there we are so the Coleman Center um, the Coleman Center is contemporary arts center we have a gallery that we do about six shows a year and then probably what we're most well known for is a residence program that's heavily focused in contemporary community-based public art. So people come from all over the country uh, to come and stay in York for anywhere from two weeks to three to six months to make projects really in collaboration with people in the community. And that spans from kids to other artists to people who don't consider themselves to be artists at all. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what would be the draw for someone to come? to the New York Center from, but where do people generally come from? Is this the Southeastern um, or from all over the United States? People come from all over and for the most part we, we do a lot of uh, we do a lot of work by invitation so mm-hmm. although we certainly accept applications mm-hmm. but we're really always searching for people who we think would be a good match to the community and I think the kind of people that we're looking for are people who are interested in uh, making art outside of a gallery system, you know, and art that uh, has a social function and addresses social issues and is really based in ideas about the public. Mm-hmm. Um, well, York, Alabama, how big is York, Alabama? It's about 2,800 people. Wow. So, it's small. Do you get support from the community there? Because We get some, I mean, it's a, we're, we live in a, it's a very low wealth community, but mm-hmm. we do have, I would say, widespread support, but mm-hmm. doesn't add up to a lot of mm-hmm. dollars, but we do uh, have a lot of support. So. Well, I don't hear from your voices that you are from Alabama, as I said. <laughs> no. so, where are you from, and how did you happen to, if you're not from Alabama, how did you happen to land in York, Alabama? Sure. Uh, we're from Indiana, and uh, we ended up in York. Uh, we were actually invited uh, as artists to do a residency by the previous directors. Uh, and they asked us to come and do a residency, mostly because of work we had done uh, with a group that we found called Your Art Here, mm-hmm. uh, which was a sort of artist collaborative group, now sort of in a, more of an organization that um, focused almost solely on putting art into onto billboards and mm-hmm. into public spaces, and, right. and really sort of into advertising spaces. Um, and we Which came down and did a project. And a really billboard project? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you were in Indiana, well, first time have you been in New York? 
We've been there for almost three years. It's a long time. That's enough time to be burnt out, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> you're telling me. <laughs> Do you find it difficult to be in that environment? Artists usually want to try to go to a place where they have, you know, a copacetic environment with their own interests and personalities uh, and things like that, rather than going completely I don't, I'll tell you, I don't find the living there in York to be... I mean, I do feel a little burnout, but not from living in York. I actually have really adjusted to living there and really kind of, I sort of love it. Um, mm. And I think we feel like we really have a connection and a relationship with the community. I think um, like most, like a lot of nonprofits were stretched a little thin. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, I think, what makes me feel burnout. But, um, and I think... We get a lot when resident artists come yeah. with new projects. Um, we put a lot of creative mm -hmm. energy into that mm -hmm. ourselves too, and it's definitely um, we get a lot out of that personal as well. And I think people, I think the draw for artists is it's a really unique environment to maybe do some step beyond. Mm -hmm. um, where they've been before, and all the people that have sort of applied and come and done projects were really hungry for that. They wanted mm -hmm. to get into more interventionist modes of mm -hmm. art making rather than studio, or they, you know, that kind of thing. And we sort of help facilitate mm -hmm. that. So it's sort of a jumping off point into. Now, the people who come down as, for a residency, and I guess this would also go for the shows that you have, mm -hmm. we're not talking about folk art. People would think initially maybe in York, Alabama, it's going to be like folk mm -hmm. arts or museum yeah. or something. But you're talking about a contemporary approach yeah. that you can find in any mm -hmm. place in the United States, right? Yeah. And I mean, we do sometimes show folk art um, also because a lot of the artists who are in the area, they are more folk or craft oriented. Mm -hmm. But. Um, and we definitely. Or, you know, they have a place. Right. They definitely have a place at the Coleman Center. But, um, yeah, we show really contemporary uh, gallery shows, and then the public projects are, are very contemporary. What would be an example of some of the residencies of the artists that have come down and done stuff recently? That well, I could tell you about our project, if you want, yeah, that yeah, we sure. did, which we did three years ago. But one thing that's a pretty defining characteristic of the community is that it's very racially divided um, mm -hmm. still and the, the school system is actually pretty much still self-segregated um, so the, the public schools <clears throat> are about 99 percent african-american and then there's a white private academy that's now 99 percent white at the time that we did our project it was and always had been a hundred percent white and um, we were asked to uh, do a project in all of the schools. So um, the sort of basic premise of the project, we worked with every fifth and sixth grade student in the York community. Um, plus some, a lot plus, of kids. Plus some others, yeah. yeah it, was about, it was about 200 kids, um, which is close to 10% of the population <laughs> yeah. of the area. So it's really, we felt like local celebrities while we were yeah, there. But um, yeah, yeah. we... Um, this is we, when you, initially you came Yes, yeah, so we weren't the directors then, we were just there as resident right. artists. And we went into each um, we went into each school and spent a week there doing lessons with fifth and sixth grade students. We taught a lesson on Romare Bearden, who was a collage artist from the mm -hmm. South, and mm -hmm. talked about, you know, all of those things about how he made work, about his community and his memories of growing up and 
talked about the idea of community and how you define that and what kind of role art has in community and um, kind of based on all of that asked the kids to make drawings mm -hmm. and so we ended up with about a thousand drawings that we then took uh, and digitally collaged into three different we call them billboards but they especially in York where there really aren't billboards they function more as murals but mm -hmm. digitally printed on vinyl mm -hmm. um, and those are up those are up in the community. So outside, uh, as mm -hmm. type situations. Yeah. Still, are they still up? They are still up. One is on a reclaimed. It was an abandoned billboard that mm -hmm. we kind of repurposed, mm -hmm. um, and two we just put up on the sides of of mm -hmm. some uh, buildings mm -hmm. in the downtown area. Well, obviously you have uh, walk-in support from the community, but how does your financial support work? If it's a very poor community, they're not really yeah. supported, right? We've been, we, we have a lot of different funders who contribute, but um, some of the really big people that have definitely contributed to our success, Alabama Power was an early contributor that really um, believed in the potential of our public art program to have an impact. Was that an in ongoing the community. thing when you became directors, or did you approach them yourselves? That was actually the previous directors um, mm -hmm. established a relationship with Alabama Power, but they've really early on, before even that much had been done, so they were really a true believer in, in these ideas, yeah, which was, great. it was really empowering, and it definitely, a lot of the other support that has followed, I think, mm -hmm. has been partially because of that. So we also have support from uh, the Alabama State Arts Council. They've been very supportive and the Andy Warhol Foundation. Mm -hmm. um, Warhol so. Foundation is great. I, you know, I have yeah, absolutely. Initiative in Birmingham. Yeah. Um, so have you had to go out and beat the bushes yourselves to, to uh, maintain this, this funding level or is it kind of um, Does it require a lot of push or not much push? It's much a yeah, it's a constant yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> might have something to do with that burnout factor, yeah. but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, um, when you were in Indian, Indianapolis, right? In Indiana, was it Indianapolis uh, or Indiana. Bloomington? But we did do a lot of work in uh, downtown Indianapolis. Yeah. We Can actually had some uh, billboard spaces that we sort of found in this. Yeah, I was going to ask how, because um, I know that you you want to do something uh, in Atlanta at, mm -hmm. with iDrum, perhaps, and we're yeah. still kind of trying to figure out times and dates and stuff like that. Great. Like that. But um, what was it that you were doing in uh, Indiana? I know that you had told me that some of it was sort of controversial. Mm -hmm. right. uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we did. <laughs> no, we did a number of projects. One, one of the big things we did in Indianapolis and in Bloomington as well is that we founded what we call community-run artist billboards. So these were um, billboard spaces that we founded, and there was a curatorial process, but it was very open uh, to any artist who would want to print a billboard and um, display it in the community. The two spaces we had in Indianapolis were. Um, faced Interstate 65, so got really major traffic, which is pretty amazing because printing billboards is really not that expensive. For, you know, a couple hundred dollars you can print a billboard, you know, mm. which, well, you know, you yeah, it's pretty amazing, which, yeah. you know, Maybe frames can be more expensive than that, so. Yeah, that's true. Um, so when you're not paying to rent the advertising space from a commercial billboard mm. company, it's really pretty affordable. Um, so that was one of the big things we did and one thing that was great about that is then it meant that it really freed up what artists could do. You don't, you know, when you're working with the commercial billboard company, 
you have to navigate, yes. you know, depending on what you want to say. So that allowed us to take on some controversial topics. Um, probably the most controversial project we did was called the Patriotic Art Series, and that was leading up to the 2000 presidential election. Um, and we called it the Patriotic Art Series because, I mean, that was such a such a heated political time, and it seemed like right. anybody who had, you know, a dissenting opinion, anyone who was critical of the government, critical of the war, was labeled as unpatriotic, which to me is so counterintuitive to what American ideals are supposed Absolutely. to be about. Um, to me, patriotism means being critical of your mm -hmm. government. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's... You can't be critical of the United States. I mean, that's what free speech is about, Exactly. Right? people who don't have a chance yeah. to have free speech, not for the people who control mm -hmm. everything. So, yeah. you're absolutely right. So we invited four artists to do, we just to do a political billboard leading up to the presidential election. And um, so it was two individual artists and two teams of artists who did four pieces total. And um, three out of the four pieces were directly critical of uh, George Bush. And that caused quite a bit of hullabaloo. Um, did so you, did, how did you, you uh, as regards to the billboard structures themselves, how did it come about that you could use those? Uh, they just gave you the use of them? Mm -hmm. um, we met uh, a guy who owned some buildings who um, had those resources and a lot of spare time. And, uh, what he calls he, a stink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, kind of. It's <laughs> good. He was amazingly supportive, even when things got rough with that project, which uh, there was an investigation by the Federal Elections Commission, and there was a lawsuit brought against the building owners by one of his business tenants. Um, so he took a lot of heat personally for yeah. it, but I actually That's never saw him happy happier than <laughs> when we were in the middle of that, I think, sure. uh, which was pretty inspiring. I mean, what a gift yeah. to give to artists. Yeah. It was amazing. Is that billboard series still going? Does yeah. he still make available that sort mm -hmm. of thing? Yeah, and while we left your art here, um, it's still um, still going on. It's an organization, an all-volunteer organization, <laughs> just like just like iDrum, yeah. though it's a s smaller group of people who run it. But um, and how but, active yeah. is it? Uh, is it like a you know, monthly sort of thing? People are doing stuff, or is it yeah. episodically? I know? think they um, I think they change out the billboards partially based on demand, but I think mm -hmm. they try to do it at least monthly. Um, and then they do still, which we started in 2002, a youth art project called Billboard Generation that mm -hmm. we did uh, every every March. Um, well, and I think they're in their fifth or sixth right. year of that now. Well, there have been billboards used for artistic purposes in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. um, usually they're kind of out of the way, you know. But uh, I, I wasn't involved in that, so I don't know how difficult it is to, to make that happen. But uh, it'd be great if you guys would come in and sort of foment some trouble. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we, would, we would love to. <laughs> um, well, if, if you were going to do something like that, how would you, you just come in and you start investigating uh, billboard folks that own billboards and then contacting them and see if they would be willing to, yeah. to do stuff? Yeah, there's sort of two two routes. One is to, to rent space from commercial billboard mm -hmm. companies, which is expensive. Um, which is expensive, yeah, and that varies from city to 
city. Usually you can get a nonprofit rate, um, mm -hmm. but again, you have those content issues of right. what you're going to be able to put up. And then the other option is to, you know, found your own billboard structure, which mm -hmm. there's, in most cities now, they actually have laws prohibiting any new uh, hmm. billboards to be built. Um, or they have strict sign rules that you have to get things passed through the city, mm -hmm. but w the times that we've done it, we've always been able to get around that by saying, well, it's an art project, it's not a billboard, it's not an advertising space. Um, have you done um, a project such as the one in Indiana, in Indiana, in Indiana since the one in Indiana, or the one that, you're, that you proposed for iDrum? Um, really just in New York. Yeah. It's a little different in New York because... Nobody really cares. <laughs> well, or do they? well, I think they're less political in New York and more social. And yeah. I think really like the project that we did with the kids, which if you look at those final pieces, it's like very happy and cheery. And yeah. y you wouldn't think that it Dude, had... Really big kids drawings. Yeah. <laughs> giant kids drawings. Yeah, and they're sort of charming, but, you know... You would probably write them off if you didn't know the backstory behind how they were made, which is actually what I think makes them powerful within the community they exist in, um, which is really what we were going for, to have a really simple simple project, but maybe that was emotionally complex. Um, and I think that it's probably socially more provocative than the political series. Uh, in the sense of... Uh, social being at a deeper level. Yeah, I think it. I think it. I mean, I think it had a bigger effect in the community. Yeah. To be honest. Um, well, so it's a more personal yeah. kind of politics because exactly. intimate. You are forming relationships mm -hmm. with all these people specifically, rather than mm -hmm. and you know everybody. Not everybody, but you know probably ninety percent of the people who see it see mm -hmm. it on a daily basis and know the whole story behind it, which is really different than putting a political thing on this, mm -hmm. on, yeah, know, on this side of the interstate. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I kind of want to get your feeling for two things. One, uh, we might say uh, you're, you've been in the South for three years, and you visited this, uh, some people consider parts of Indiana to be the South. I lived in Indiana for yeah. years, definitely. Well, they say y'all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in but, Southern Indiana, they, they do. Yeah. Alabama, but uh -huh. I'm from Mississippi, so I know. Yeah. It's so I kind of want to get your impressions about, uh, uh, you know, just a more general idea about what it is when you came to the South and you're, you're in the Deep South, mm -hmm. and um, also your kind of feelings about the general climate now for art production. Let's take a little break. We'd like to break these up into a couple of segments so people can download them easier. Great. And then we'll come back in a couple of seconds and continue our discussion.